Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, But First Pivot. I'm Danny, registered dietitian, certified sports dietitian, and CEO of Pivot Nutrition Coaching. I'm here to share my all foods fit approach and real life client success stories to inspire you to pivot away from all the fad diet nonsense and confusion. My goal is to simplify nutrition so you can enjoy foods you love like donuts and pizza and still achieve your health, performance, and body composition goals. What's up, everybody, and welcome to my podcast, But First Pivot. Today, I'm joined by my friend and Pivot Nutrition Coaching client, Catherine Vignes, who is an author, public speaker, and mom of three wild boys between the ages of 6 and 12. Catherine, thanks for joining me today, friend. So excited to be here. Thanks, Danny. Today, we are going to chat about one of life's greatest barriers, time. I don't know about you, Catherine, but I could use at least two more hours every single day to get things done. What about you? Oh, absolutely. I cannot stress how much more time I could use in a day. I think that we first need to acknowledge that everybody is busy in their own way. For example, I don't have kids yet, but I do own a business. I manage seven staff members and oversee over 100 clients on a weekly basis. And even though I work more than 40 hours a week, as most small business owners do, I still make time to work out four to five times per week, get at least 10,000 steps a day while it's nice out, of course. Winter is coming uh, in North Dakota. And I still meal prep every single weekend. Now, I know some listeners might be thinking, well, if I didn't have kids, I could do all of that, too. I don't disagree. I think that focusing on health and fitness is so, so, so much easier without kids in the mix, which is why I brought you here to speak from a parent's perspective. Now, Catherine, how would you describe your version of busy? How is it different from mine as a non-parent business owner? Well, I am a solo parent, meaning my husband works six, possibly seven days a week on the road as a truck driver. So I am momming hard 24-7. And it's on to me to do all of the meal prepping, all of the grocery shopping, chauffeuring my kids around to all of their various activities. We start going at 7 a.m. and we don't stop until 7 p.m. doing all the things. And it's for me getting to the gym five times a week, getting my steps in, all these things that are important to me that to make the time to I wish that I had those two extra hours available every day to make sure I get them all in. Yeah, that's a lot. And honestly, I don't know how you do it some days. The million dollar question is, do you feel like you have all this extra time to get your steps in, which you love, right? No. (laughs) Meal prep, uh, in addition to solo parenting your boys. I will say that we all have 24 hours in a day, but it's up to us as individuals and me as a mom to be able to shift my priorities because no, I don't have the time. I choose to make the time. There's a huge difference between having time and making time. Most people work, and I think that most Americans have multiple jobs. Everybody I know has two or three incomes from various places, uh, and they chauffeur their kids around and all the things in between. So what I want to do today is help our listeners by giving them some tips to manage their time in a way so that they can achieve their health and fitness goals. Catherine, what would you say is your number one tip when it comes to managing time? Maybe something that truly works for you with your busy lifestyle. The first and foremost thing I would say is batch cooking meat every single weekend. 
It is so simple for me to be able to throw frozen chicken breasts in the crock pot and to be able to shred and have wraps for the entire week or to be able to brown ground beef in order to throw in for tacos or a lasagna or anything like that. I know that I may not have the time in the kitchen at the end of the day to make supper. And so being able to batch cook that meat is much more easier for me to throw in to make the meal much more simpler. Right, because meat is one of those things that might take more time because maybe it has to sit in a crock pot for four hours. And if the meat is done, it's a lot easier to microwave a 90-second rice bag or to throw your chicken breast that's already cooked onto a salad, for example. Absolutely. Prepping food ahead of time is such a game changer for myself. I personally cook all the things on the weekend, not just meat, because during the weekdays, I have back-to-back Zoom calls and phone calls with clients from 10 a.m., and that could be all the way until 8 p.m. So if I don't have pre-portioned, balanced meals, I'm probably going to eat cottage cheese and Triscuits and Perfect Bars all day, which are great, but I'm not getting my veggies in, and I'm probably not going to hit my protein goals. I'll spend probably two, sometimes three hours cooking up a storm and portioning out all Shane and I's meals for the weekend. And I used to do separate portions because I'm 5'3 and Shane is 6'2. But to make my life easier, I just decided one day, why don't I make all of these the same? And then he can just add snacks as needed. And there have been no complaints He probably hasn't even noticed that he's not getting individualized portions, which is kind of the dietitian in me trying to be all specific. But that's tip number one. Batch cooking on the weekend to make your life easier during the week. And this is honestly super closely related to tip number two, which is planning meals and snacks ahead of time. Poor planning leads to poor choices. When my clients don't plan their lunches, for example, they end up eating out, ordering delivery, relying on vending machines, or skipping lunch in general. But when they plan ahead, they eat way healthier and feel more energized throughout the day. This is why every single Saturday, I go to the grocery store with a list, and I actually have two separate lists. Most people, I feel like, have one list. I have two. I have my always-on-hand list and my meal prep list. The difference is... We always have those items that we always need to have on hand. For example, I need to have my little Greek yogurt cups, my cottage cheese. I need to have my perfect bars. I need to have rotisserie chicken. These are things that if I don't have in my house, things fall apart. Catherine, what would you say are a few of your always on hand lists, either for yourself or for your kids? Definitely yogurt, uh, granola and wraps protein wraps to be able to throw the rotisserie chicken on that is going to be a really easy snack or a meal that we can always go to make our life easier. That's one of mine in the summer, always having my favorite tortillas and then avocados and then rotisserie chicken, because if I'm not feeling my meal prep, you know, because sometimes we meal prep and we're like, oh, I'm just not feeling that today. Maybe because it's really hot outside and I don't want to eat jambalaya. Well, I can make a quick wrap because I always have that on hand. So that's my always on hand list. I recommend making one thinking. Think about the 10 things that you need to have on hand. And if you don't have them, you're kind of panicking. That Those are the things that go on that list. And then my meal prep list. So what I do before I go to the grocery store, I ask myself, what two recipes and am I going to cook this weekend? So maybe I'll do the jambalaya and maybe I'll do a beef and broccoli stir fry. Again, it's much easier to plan 
for this without kids because maybe your kids eat differently than you do, but it's Shane and I, and if he doesn't want to eat it, he can find his own food. So I will get the ingredients for these two meal prep recipes and whatever I'm running out of on my always on hand list. And this is a habit. It's simple. I have it down and that's what we eat for the week. We always have some backups in the freezer. Like I love air fryer chicken patties so I can easily like just thaw one in an hour and then throw it in the air fryer, throw a bun on there, steam some veggies. But that is my go-to game plan when it comes to writing out lists and going shopping. And this happens every single weekend unless I'm out of town. Yeah, for me, it's a huge time saver when I make a list and I can get everything for the week ahead in one shopping day. I don't want to go to the store two to three times a week. We are much too busy running to soccer, running to football practice, getting our band instrument from the school that we forgot. It honestly takes me 10 minutes to make my grocery list, and I rarely have to go back to the store, which saves me more time in the long run. Unless your kids eat all your perfect bars, and then, and then it's a debate. <laughs> yes, and then I get quite angry at it. Sometimes I drop them off for you. Just in case. Which I greatly appreciate. (laughs) So that is number two, planning meals and snacks ahead of time. It only takes 10 to 15 minutes and then you end up saving money at the store because if I if I go there without a list, I'm like, ooh, this is on sale or maybe I'm feeling a butternut squash. But if it's not a part of my game plan, it's just going to sit there. So making a list is more budget friendly. Let's move on to number three, blocking out time for exercise and not letting yourself schedule over it. When I started my business, I knew that if I didn't put it in my calendar, I would probably work through it because when you own a business, there's always something to do. And so it was my number one rule that, hey, I am not working from 7.30 to 9 a.m. It's blacked out in my schedule. It says workout. I can't, I'm not going to schedule a client if they ask, hey, can you meet at 8 a.m.? Sorry, nope, I'm working out at that time. What other times are you available at? And my admin, my assistant, she also knows she can't schedule anything on there. This is this is my time and I feel much more energized and productive throughout the day if I get that workout in. One of my non-negotiables is my early morning workouts. Because I am a solo parent most of the time, I don't have a lot of downtime. And so prioritizing that time for me to get in early in the morning, I'm at the gym at 5:45 for my workouts. And before I even joined a gym, I got up and was moving my body in my basement when my kids were little so that I would be able to have that time just for myself. So it has always been a non-negotiable for me to schedule those workouts within my day. And if you don't do it in the morning, is it going to happen later in the day? Absolutely not. We are way too busy to ever get anything else squeezed in last minute, especially for blocking out an hour or an hour and a half for a workout. And I think that's something that people have to figure out for themselves. When is it most realistic for you to get some exercise in? For some people, it has to happen at 5 or 5.30 a.m. because otherwise it's not happening. Whereas some people, it has to happen on their lunch break. That's the only time for them. Or maybe it's once their kids are asleep, they can go to the basement for 45 minutes and get a lift in with their dumbbells. But it's really about looking at your schedule as a whole and asking yourself, when can I be the most consistent? Because that's the number one thing. And start small. Most people want to work out four to five times a week, but 
I recommend starting small. If right now you're struggling to get your four workouts in that you want to get, start with two, make it a priority, and then add more workouts as you feel like you are consistent and you can manage your time a little bit better. Number four, prioritizing sleep. And you might be thinking, isn't this like five tips for managing time or making time? And yes, this is an indirect tip because time management and stress go hand in hand. And one way to improve your time management and reduce stress is to get adequate sleep. So they're all tied together. When we're well rested, we're more productive. When we're more productive, we become less stressed because we are accomplishing our tasks more efficiently. Plus, when we get adequate sleep, we have more energy to move our bodies and we have less cravings. Research shows that being sleep deprived leads to more cravings for high calorie, high carb foods. So everything is interconnected. Sleep, energy, stress and time. As a mom, sleep is another one of my non-negotiables. If I'm not sleeping well, I'm not a grand person to be around. I'm not one of those people who can thrive off of less sleep. So I have made the priority to make sleep a non-negotiable. When my boys go to bed, I go to bed. Because when we are running 24-7, we need that downtime. I know how sleep is so important to children's development. I know how sleep is important to me as a mother for my mental capacity and to be able to hold more things. And so while you said it's an indirect correlation to making time because I'll be able to be much more productive in the long run because I am well rested, well adjusted. It's just a non-negotiable in our household at this point. And I know that a lot of parents consider that time when their kids are sleeping to be their their alone time, finally get a little bit of break. Um, but with you, with your 5 a.m. workouts, you can't afford to stay up late just to have alone time watching Netflix, because if you're not going to bed when they do, you might get like five hours of sleep instead of seven because your 5 a.m. workout is a priority. Absolutely. Last tip number five and my all time favorite saying no. Mm, This one is so good, but so difficult. I was such a yes person before I started my business. I still struggle to this day to say no because I want to help everybody with their their dogs and their kids and whatever they need. Uh, But I've gotten better because saying yes all the time is exhausting. And it took me a while to realize that. And when I say no, I'm actually saying yes to myself. I'm saying yes to feeling rested. And I think it's important to note that self-care is not selfish. Catherine, as a mom, would you say that you've experienced mom guilt from wanting to focus on your personal goals? And if yes, how did you overcome this mom guilt? Absolutely. I think as a mom, we feel guilty over practically everything. We have that innate ability to be able to find the the little niggle of doubt of, are we doing the right thing? Are we screwing something up? Should we be doing more, giving more of ourselves? And it's really easy to put yourself on the back burner and to put everyone ahead of yourself. I have been guilty of it for so many years. And until I learned to say no is actually saying yes to myself, it freed up so much more energy and time in our days. And When we overcommit, it takes us away from the things that are true priorities in our life, which is 
being with our families, intentional relationships and intentional time together with others. So it's worth noting that saying yes to yourself is not selfish. Getting back to the self-care is not selfish. It's worth noting that it's within your innate ability to be able to say no and to say yes to yourself. Yeah. And one thing that goes along with saying no is asking for help. Oh, huge. Yes. So many clients of mine list out all the things that they do as spouses, as parents. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like you do all the things. And I think that I hear moms say that a lot. I do all the things, all the things. And one question that I ask them is, can you ask anybody else to help you out with one of these tasks? Because there's a whole list of them here. And I feel like someone could help you out here. Maybe your nanny that comes to watch your kids after school can chop up your veggies for you. So it's already done. That's what one of my clients does. Her nanny is pre-prepping her meal prep ingredients. So she's chopping the chicken sausage. She's chopping up the veggies so that when she gets home, she just has to throw it in the pot. And I thought that was the best idea ever. That's life-changing. Yeah. So her meal prep is half done. And the most time-consuming part is... Cutting all the things, cutting the onions, cutting the bell peppers, slicing up all the things, measuring out the spices. I think it's even important to note that asking your partner or asking the neighbor kids or even asking a neighbor, can you just watch the kids for a half hour while I go out and get some steps in? I just need to walk around the block a couple of times just to clear my head. A lot of people are really happy to say yes. Like they don't know what you need until they tell you what you need. And I think that is a huge game changer to be able to let your guard down and ask for those little things that will help immensely within your day. A hundred percent. So if you're thinking, I do all the things, consider asking for help. Just one thing. Write down the list of all the things you do. Circle one thing that you think someone could help you out with. Before we wrap things up, let's summarize. Something we all wish we had more of, but unfortunately we don't, is time. We all have 24 hours. Our top five tips to help you manage your time include, number one, batch cooking on the weekend or any day of the week that you have the most time. So batch cooking meat or maybe you're batch cooking rice or potatoes or veggies, of course. We could all use more veggies. Number two, planning meals and snacks ahead of time because poor planning leads to poor choices. So plan. Number three, blocking out time for exercise, whether it's you're you're walking or going to the gym, put it on your calendar, block it out and make it a priority to show up for yourself. Number four, prioritizing sleep. How is this tied to more time? Well, when we sleep adequately, we are well rested, which leads to being more productive, which gives us more time to do the other things that matter most to us, like spending time with family or dogs, of course. Spending time with dogs is always a good thing. And then lastly, saying no. Remember, it's okay to say no, and it's also okay to ask for help. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the channel and share with one friend who would benefit from this message. Need help with your nutrition? Find me on Instagram at DannyVRD or visit our website, pivotnutritioncoaching.com. Thanks for listening.